everywhere on my travel, people were like, are you traveling by, by yourself or where is your boyfriend? This is the, the sentence That's I hated the most. Where is your boyfriend? And I'm like, I can do... I can do it by myself. I don't need a boyfriend. And it's it's rare, more rare to see a girl traveling by, yeah. by yourself. So I was pretty proud when people were like, oh, good on you, you're traveling by yourself. One, two, three, four. Welcome to Shot of Inspiration, the podcast which gives you a different perspective about life and share inspiring life stories. I'm Sarah and I decided to share stories and experiences about citizens of the world I'm meeting on my personal journey. They decided to create the life they want, do what they love and define their own vision of success and happiness. Because you don't need to be successful to share an inspiring story. This podcast is yours, so let's take a shot of inspiration. You're listening to the second part of my story, your host, Sarah. If you haven't listened to the first part, that's the episode just before this one, you might want to listen to the first part before. In the first part, I was talking about the decision that led me to Australia, my working and traveling journey around the country, and the insecurities I faced. On the second part, Marisa, my friend and interviewer, is asking me about how it is to be a woman traveling alone in Australia, if it isn't safe for a woman to travel alone, my point of view and experience, also my capacity to listen to my intuition and body every time I'm experiencing something new and what are my learnings and advice please share this episode if you enjoyed and you think it could inspire someone else subscribe to the channel and write a comment to support my work so it's time for you to listen to the second part enjoy it's a good advice yeah sometimes we don't realize that is normal do these things we think like yeah something is gonna happen yeah but many <laughs> because well, people Just put that idea on you. Exactly. And I was a bit upset because, not was, upset, but everywhere on my travel, people were like, are you traveling by, by yourself? Or where is your boyfriend? This is the, the sentence that's I why. hated the most. Yeah. Where is your boyfriend? And I'm like, I can do... I can do it by myself. I don't need a boyfriend. Or my, I remember one day one of the clients from the pub, he was an old guy, he said, oh, I would never let my daughter travel by herself. And I was like, why? Why is this word more safe for boys and not girls? It should be safe for girls as well, you know? And it's, it's rare, more rare to see a girl traveling by, yeah. by yourself. So I was pretty proud when people were like, oh, good on you, you're traveling by yourself, blah, blah, blah. And, but yeah, people were taking care of me sometimes, which are like, it's nice, it's cute. And I met on my drive, like many men telling me, do you know how to check your levels? And I was so nice. I was like, yeah, no, don't worry. I show you. I remember in X-Mouse, one guy, he saw my car, he saw I was in the car. He asked me, oh, are you traveling by yourself? And then he said, oh, do you know how to check your level and change your tires? And I told him, yes, someone taught me. He said, oh, can I, can you show me again? Because you look really nice. And I want to make sure that nothing happened to you when you are in the middle of nowhere. And so for 30 minutes, he gave me a class again on my car, which is so nice as well. It is, yeah. But... It's also a sad reality where you think that the world is sure. more unsafe for women. But you can do it, girls. <laughs> and then that might be like a bit personal question. But in that night, I can imagine, I don't know, in the middle of nowhere, during the night, in your own car, after a long day, 
by yourself, what are your thoughts? What you were thinking? How how you face that reality of being traveling alone in Australia? Now I have time to think and. Do you get to know yourself more? Any realization? Anything that you say, wow, I don't know. This That's so interesting question. I love it. You <laughs> think more. It's just because it happens to me. And maybe it's because we have time to think. And for me, it happens every time at night when I'm alone. And I'm thinking what I'm doing with my life, where this is going, where I'm going to be my next step. So I think it would not happen to you if you're traveling, because when I was traveling, I was just thinking about my travel and you're just enjoying so much. So and your days are so full. They're usually from like 6, 7 a.m. to like 7 p.m. You have like such a long day driving, visiting Uh, organizing everything, your travel, checking that your car is okay uh, and eating, blah, blah, blah. And so at the end of the day, I was just thinking of what I'm going to do tomorrow. And what I did today was amazing. And I just checking the cards and how long I have left. Or usually I had like unlimited time because you choose when you want to stop. So actually in the car, I was never like thinking and being by myself. And when I was driving, I was always listening to music, to podcasts, to audiobooks and just enjoying the landscape and enjoying people as well. Because everywhere I was walking, when you're by yourself, you're more open to people. So you look at people in the eyes, you say hi and you have conversation. So at the end of the day, I was just doing like a, a recap of what mm -hmm. I've done today. I was like, oh, I met this person. I had a nice conversation. I've seen that. It's so nice where I'm today, what I'm going to cook tomorrow morning. So where I want to be. So I was just thinking about that. Okay. Uh, I actually think that I'm with my thoughts now that I have a room and a house, you okay. know, mm -hmm. because I don't have to think about tomorrow because tomorrow is just, I'm going to work. It's Another just a day. routine. Yeah. So I feel you're more with your thoughts when you are into a routine. That can be dangerous as well. Mm. I will say your own thoughts is okay. Think about things. But the problem is when we are probably in that situation, being with a lot of time in a routine, we start overthinking. Mm. And probably questioning things that we shouldn't. I don't know. How many times do you go to bed and start thinking and you can't sleep just because <laughs> you start like one and another and another? Yeah. yeah. It happened to me this year. So I tried to work three weeks in the outback in a really like remote area, isolated. And I was living there and working there. And the job was like not uh, dynamic enough for me. And where I was working, there was a hundred, not even uh, like uh, maybe a 17 inhabitants. And I was Adelaide is six hours away and there was nothing around, just the desert. And there, oh my God, that was like, I felt I was in like an hospital. I had the time to think about myself because I had nothing to do. Like I could have done, like I tried to do yoga or read, but you just have no distraction. You have nothing. And there, that was horrible. I was just thinking about my yeah. life and and that's why, um, because I was not traveling. I was just like going to work, which was a bit not dynamic. Mm -hmm. There was not many people, not nothing to do. And coming back home where I just had a TV and nothing. So there that was dangerous. Yeah. You were sure in that, I remember that month that you were there, that you didn't like it. Yeah. So now you, you can actually see what you like, what you don't like what you'd rather to do instead. Like, it's not probably when we were back home that we just follow 
what we're supposed to do and we don't even think if it's what I want to do or what is best for me or anything like this. Now I think that you are pretty good at analyzing mm. what I'm going to enjoy, what is going to be good, what is not. And yeah, like knowing better what do you want. Because I think here the, the good thing when you have a working holiday visa in Australia or in another country, you are able to have different lifestyle. So I had, I think, 10 different lifestyle in three years. You, have a, you are able to have different jobs. So I've been a bartender, a waitress, drove tractors again, uh, <laughs> like translated documents. I've worked in like a train moving. And then I've been able to have several jobs at the same time. One job, two jobs, three jobs. And then live in different cities with different climates. Live in different rooms. So a sharing rooms, sharing house. Um, uh, live at work or live close to work. So I think my body got used to know what I like and what I don't like. And when I went you to this to try. place, you have to try you have everything. To try. Yeah, exactly. In order to know what is the best for you, you have to try many. And I think, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have to try many. And I think we experience, and I experienced this feeling of like pure happiness. Mm -hmm. I know I had jobs where I had, I was super happy. I had moments where I'm like, this is life. Just looking at the ocean, ocean with some dolphins and sleeping on the beach. And, and I had moments where I was like, I don't want to have this life. This is shit. So I think I, I experienced so much that I am, able, I am able to feel when I don't like. And these jobs, the first day, my yeah. body, remember they I, were like, I remember no. my body was like, yeah. you can't. And my mind and everything. And I was not waking up. That's why yeah. I, it reminded me like four years ago, I was struggling to wake up. I was sleeping 10 hours a day. I didn't want to do anything. I was not happy. I was not smiling. And I was depressed. And that's what I thought. I was like, I can't, I did just three weeks. And for me, that was like six months. That was so long. The time was so slow. And that's when I remember I told you, my body is telling me, my mind, everything is telling me, this is not for you. This is not your place. And this is okay to leave. I was ashamed. But then my, the manager that I had was so nice. And they said, it's okay. It's not for everyone. You tried. This is okay to just quit after three weeks. That's fine. Exactly. And mm. you, you have tried. Like, you tried. You try, And I think the first day you can, you can tell if you like or not. Yeah. You can tell mm. that, that you're not going to be able to do that more than like three weeks or one month. It, there is no point for me of forcing yourself. If you don't like it, you don't like it. There is plenty of jobs. And then there are many jobs that we do. And probably that is more when, when I remain like experience in Spain. Jobs that we do, that is not that we don't like it or we don't enjoy doing it. It's just that doesn't give you that extra, which is like, I can do this. Yeah, I yeah. can. But is the best that I can do? Probably no. Mm. So, yeah, I think that True. trying different things. And here, I think that the opportunity that we have is you, you are able to try. Mm. Like different jobs, different places with different people. Um, and you know when you can give the best and there is some jobs I experience and I don't want to give my best and I'm like I'm not going to stay because I I feel like I don't want to show this side of me because this is not me and I know when I give my best and I know when I'm happy and I remember some people like some clients they're like oh you look so happy because I love this place I love working there but then when I experience some jobs that I don't like, they don't see this side of me because I don't like this place and I don't want to be, I don't feel like I'm happy. I don't feel like I want to wake up to do this job. It's mm. amazing. Yeah. There is things that we learn 
I guess, being here. Like, um, what we can do, but what we rather don't do, because mm -hmm. we can choose something else. And that's one of the things that, as well, I learned from, from being here in Australia. And then probably other things that you have learned, but in the positive way, like something about you that you didn't know that you were able to do or um, experience or certain people like you, you have in your mind that highlights that we would call um, that light your people? experience, people, experience, like places, something if you could say in few words, the best, what would be like just like this? I don't know. It's it's hard. <laughs> now, I think pe I love people in general that I met. That's why I'm doing this podcast as well, because I met so many people. And I think that's what I like about working holiday visa. Then you just meet people that are experiencing. And so I met people that are super happy and I have different lifestyle. And and like, like life is hard when you have a working holiday visa. <laughs> like it's not yeah. easy. It's not always like we have to we struggle to have visa. We have to work hard and it's hard to be an immigrant as well but you know you meet all these people that are super happy and they just show you to enjoy the simple things of in life so i there is not one highlights everything has been a highlight and every experience even the baddest but i think it's just being in all this beautiful natural place and traveling and being able to fuck like sleep in your car on the beach and do like a campfire on the beach with friends and that friends that have a guitar and for me it's just the most beautiful thing True. or being mm. place where there is no light that you can see the milky way i never seen the milky way before in france and just have your little gas like for me my pleasure that's why i miss road trip as well it was just arriving in this free camp and just setting up your like your little kitchen and cooking like it remind me when I was a kid and I was camping with my parents and the for me that's the highlight of my experience. That we were doing during the cold night that was amazing. Yeah, exactly. Hot <laughs> chocolate with a little bit of is, liqueur. Uh, <laughs> and as well, I don't know. Everyone has been a highlight. All the people I met that are, that are happy. I think that's what I experienced the most as well. That I didn't see in France a lot. In France, you just like what I experienced was just being seeing people that were okay. They were having a life, but they were not like smiling and taking care of you and giving. And I met so, so many people that gave to me um, without like, you know, I didn't do anything and they were so nice to me and they, want, they were taking the time for me and they were happy, smiling and just enjoying small things in life. And that's what, makes me happy here that's why i'm happy because you just see people that are not judgmental is free respectful free of judgment yeah. yeah they're loving caring and they do what they want they have like they can be a hairdresser and tomorrow a plumber and they can have like three take three months of holidays and then it's just that's what makes me happy is to these people that shows me that life is a billion uh, you have billion opportunities and you can be who you want so i think that's the highlight of my experience and now knowing that you will be soon back in france for holidays or I'm not sure temporary we hope it's we temporary hope. Yeah. and we can have you back um 
what is your expectations? How do you think that you are going to feel? Do you think that it's going to be, um, I missed it, uh, or I don't know, you will realize that actually you wanted to live there or you will miss Australia? Um, what is the idea? I don't know. So I had first, so many ideas the first time that I went back home. I yeah. had my own my It's own a big history. thing. <laughs> I think between like travelers, we always like tell our experience like, oh my God, you're coming back to your country. Oh my yeah. God, how do you feel? <laughs> Because I, I think like I always say I was born in Australia. I was born myself. I discovered myself who I am, who I like in Australia. And so I haven't been back. It's been three years and a half, which is a lot. I've seen my sisters and my parents last year. And I had a first uh, taste of what it would be like when I will come back to France because they came with their like, wait, my, my, one of my sisters doesn't live in France anymore, but I could see this like French uh, culture mm -hmm. and my now Aussie-fied culture because I'm Aussie-fied now. I, I have yeah. more like <laughs> Australian culture. And so there was a bit of tensions between that. So I'm, I'm actually scared. So at the moment, I'm not sure if I, I think I'm coming back on holidays Uh, but because of the visa, <laughs> yeah. it's a bit complicated. We're facing so I'm doing now some difficulties. Difficulties in, yeah. to find a way to stay longer, but I'm uh, I'm going to find a way. And so definitely, yeah, you you feel like you belong here. You want to stay. I, and you are going to fight now for staying. Yeah, exactly. I feel I'm going to fight to stay, and I. I I don't like this question, like, are you going to stay in Australia? Because for me, that means I'm going to build a house, etc. Maybe in two years, I will don't want to stay anymore. But now, in one year, I feel that I belong here. I like the life I have here. I like the mentality. I like who I am. You are not done yet with Australia. Yeah, and I'm not Need feeling that I want to do my uh, pack everything and come back to France. Rather than I remember when I was in Paris and I decided to go to Australia, I had this feeling I'm done with Paris and I'm done with France. I don't have this feeling. So I'm coming back for holidays next year and I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared because... And you then you come back to your parents' house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh and God. as well, On what is interesting is... I'm going to see my family and my friends from before I left Australia and they know me before. They don't know me now. So you they're going to have this. Ex yeah, yeah I, I've changed. So they will have this expectation and this image of me before. And as well, they will never understand what I lived. You don't understand and, unless you do it. That's why I like here having you and having friends that have lived the same than me because we can understand each other. But my family and my friends back in France, it's so, it's so, they're so far from that. They will never understand. So I'm a bit scared because I don't know what we're going to talk about because obviously they will not be interested of what I'm saying because they will not understand. So... Uh, I'm a bit scared. I'm also looking forward because obviously I miss the culture. I miss like food. I miss French culture, French history. And I, I'm looking forward to see my friends again because they grew up. They have babies. They got married. They have house. They have new projects. But I'm a bit scared and I know it's going to be a big work because, as you know, there is like this cultural difference where in Australia everything is caring, relaxed, chill, and in Europe, like Spain or France, life goes life extremely is a bit more fast. Yeah, That's fast what I realized. And, and loud. Strict, <laughs> loud and judgmental. And it's more work-oriented, I would say, in France. Like work takes a lot of space in your life rather than in Australia. Work is on the side. Like everyone at five o'clock is out of the office because everyone and they has don't talk activities. about work. And they don't talk about no. work. No, no one introduce yourself saying like, well, I'm Sarah about and I work work, in marketing. Politics or religion or anything. They exactly. don't talk about anything that can be 
a little bit more personal. Yeah, they which is at some point beers and fish and chips, good <laughs> and beach and camping. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward, but I'm scared, and so I'm getting ready to that, and I'm preparing myself to well, to be open-minded to French culture again, to my family and friends, and that I can't change the world, I can't change them. I'm going to be different. So obviously there will be some hard moments, but um, I'm also happy because that means I change and um, I'm going to come back to France with a different point of view and a different future. And me, maybe I will love it. So yeah. surprise. And more plans after that? Well, yeah, I would love to travel. I would love to travel to South America this time. So I'm, I'm done with Australia. I've done too much Australia <laughs> now and it's too expensive now. But you so, find that traveling is what makes you yeah makes you happy. And yeah. not traveling two, three weeks. I don't want to like... I've done one month in the Philippines this year and that was really nice. And I met backpackers traveling around Asia or the world or South America. And I was like, damn, I want to I be them. I want to do that. So my dream, and it always have been, was to, is to go to Colombia. I don't know why, since I'm really like a teenager, I want to go to Colombia. So I, I hope I can do that next year. But again, because of these visa questions, I don't know what's going to happen when I can do it. Hopefully I can do it next year. And yeah, I want to stay longer in Australia, so I might study again. And I'm not against studying because then uh, one of the options would be a student visa. Because now we like I use all my my working holiday visa <laughs> credits. <laughs> the backups possible. Yeah, exactly. Australia nice. is not easy to stay yet. So uh, it's easy to come for the first year, second year maybe. But after that, yeah, you, you have to earn it, and you have to be lucky as well. Exactly, lucky and open to new lifestyle again. So I'm not against studying as long as it doesn't cost me $35,000 a year. <laughs> I will not do that. Uh, so yeah, we'll see surprise. That's right. It's a bit uncertain, but you know, Australia, like, yeah. I can't have I don't like, know. like, you can't everything change. plan. Yeah, no. you can plan because I've been doing it for so long and everything changed and I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, you just have ideas, obviously. I know what drives me. Uh, I know that I really want to do this travel. And if I don't do it, I will be like sad. That's the thing. After talking with people that have done this um, road trip in around the world or South Australia, uh, sorry, South America or Asia. And then you say, wow, I, I want that. Mm. <laughs> Can you tell me again what? Yeah. <laughs> I want exactly that. Mm. You just hear the stories of someone and how they tell to you that Yeah, something this like click. Yeah, I exactly. want that. I want to try. I want to do it. Mm. And that's, that's and as well because I think now I know well Australia, which I still love to travel in Australia. But I want to know know another culture. And when I was in the Philippines, I loved discovering a bit of the Asian cultures mm -hmm. because there was a lot of Asians. And so now I know I want to discover the South American culture and live something else. But then I see my life at I the think, moment, yeah. I see it in Australia. I don't see myself coming back to France, start working again, etc. It would be a shock anyway. I would be depressed. <laughs> and then <laughs> travel to South America. I see myself having this project and staying in Australia. Okay. And just to recap everything, because has been like a mix of questions and a mix of answers. Um, which probably advice you will be giving to people thinking about coming to Australia or just changing life or moving somewhere or learning new things like 
people who actually don't want to live in another place because they they like where they live, they love their family, but for example, they are not happy with their job. Like this courage that you have to say, oh, I'm going to go back to study, or I'm going to quit my job and find something else. I'm just going to... What is the experience that make you do all of that? And what is the advice that probably you will give to people? I would say just do it. It, it sounds scary, but when you it do is it, that, yeah, it is. <laughs> but when you do it, then you realize that it's not as scary and it's actually easy uh, to do it. I think that happens the same with being a woman traveling by yourself. People just make you scary. It's not mm. that you are, it's that people that put in your head the idea of you are going to be in danger, this is going to be too much for you. Like it's kind of same when you are there. Is the society, it says, no, you're not going to make it. Yeah. That's not going to be easy. Oh, we tell Just you to wait. And I remember when I was in Paris and I was talking to my colleagues in the company and I was like, I really want to live abroad, but I can't like, I never, I'm never the one that is chosen. And I remember some of the managers, some of my colleagues, they said, just take the long, because I had a long term contract offered in Paris. And they said, just take long term contracts, wait two, three years, and maybe he's going to leave. You're not going to want to leave. And I think that's the worst advice. Wait, if you yeah. want to do it, mm -hmm. do it now, because you will have regrets. If you don't do it now, when you want to do it, you're not going to do it in a few years because something can happen. And I told someone yesterday, it might sound like scary, but you can die. We never know. Maybe you will die. And maybe you, uh, you yeah. will have like, there will be a fire and your house will burn. And you invested all your money in the house rather than invested it in your travel. Maybe someone from a family will die and you will have to come back home and take care of this person. Maybe you will have a kid and you will not be able to travel for the next 10 years or things like that. So I would say, if you want to do something, do it. <laughs> that's just scary. the thing. That's, yeah. that's scary. Don't wait for someone as well to give you your dream. If you if it's your dream, if you like try maybe if you have a partner because it's easy for me. I like I don't have partners, so I just go free, with the yeah. flow and I'm free with that. And I understand some of my friends are like, oh, but my partner doesn't want to do that. Maybe find an in between with your partner. If you want to live abroad, maybe try to live there six months and try the, uh, try like a long distance relationship, because I think the worst feelings is to have regrets and then blame the person say i haven't done it because you didn't want it to do it we are responsible we can do it and as well i would say time okay we have time because it's not something you take the time is there but it's precious don't lose time doing something you don't like mm -hmm. life is beautiful for me if you just do a job you don't enjoy if you don't want to wake up anymore if you're not motivated you can change So I know in some countries and in France, maybe it can be hard if you have an office job. You're like, mm, I'm not going to change. Maybe I'm going to wait one, two, three years. Don't wait. Just change. Because life should be... Life is not easy, obviously. But you should enjoy it. You should enjoy your day. You should feel happy. You should do activities that you love. So that's the advice I would give. If you want to do something, do it. And... Why I'm saying that as well is because I have so many friends back in France as well. They've been telling me their dream for the last two, three years. I want to live there or I want to do that or I don't like this job anymore. But they're still waiting. They're like, well, yeah, maybe my partner will come. But now the partner, after two years, he doesn't want to do it. He was lying, you know, and he's like, no, I don't want to live abroad. So that's the best advice, I would guess. And if it's scary, go to the people that are going to push you. 
because you have you will have friends or family that are going to tell you or managers that are mm-hmm. going to tell you no don't do it it's stupid so find the people that are inspiring to you and, and talk to say, them yeah do it yeah. and and they're going to tell you to do it like find me <laughs> i'm going to tell you to do it <laughs> don't find your parents or your partner that that, that are going to tell you don't do it or, or just find i feel that's the strength as well and that's what i love in australia all my surroundings are people that push me. I like you, yeah. Nothing is impossible. Mm-hmm. They just push me and they're like, that's okay. When I'm stressed from the visa, you're like, that's okay, Sarah. We're going to find a solution. You, you're not like, like, oh my yeah. God, Sarah, my God, <laughs> what have you done? You should have done it like before, etc. You're just like, that's okay, Sarah. I'm going to help you. going to find a solution. So find people that are, push you, that are going to push you and challenge you. And um, yeah. <laughs> and that's that's a lot already it's yeah a lot. yeah mm. okay so um, just a brief things for the three years and a half that i know you <laughs> i know that sarah is a person that loves dance loves latin people latin music loves the sunsets um days on the beach chocolate <laughs> and she will give a leg and an arm for help to her friends, so it's someone that I think everyone should hear, listen, <laughs> and <laughs> follow her advice. I think that is very, very inspiring. Oh, thank I you. think that, yeah, probably that will be a good recap. There is something else that you feel like you should share with some... Life for me is more important than work. Yeah. I totally switch mm-hmm. because before going to Australia, work was like centric. You work a lot you just have two days off and all about that was all about trying to have more skills and be better than the other one and like do something extraordinary and in Australia I realized that life is more important than work Uh, and here my balance is actually I have more social activities and I spend my energy on my social activities rather than my work I want I have fun at work I love the jobs that I'm doing at the moment I'm really happy to go there But when it's finished, it's finished and I'm not spending spending two more hours at work. I just want to enjoy time with my friend, go to the beach, go dancing, go to the gym. Funny, I never realized it, that always you put in your head, at least happens to me all the time, that you have to be the best, whatever you are doing. If you, I don't know, you start at work, you have to be the best at Mm. work. If you are, I don't know, doing this, you have to be the best. And I'm guessing the moms out there, (laughs) that they are moms and they need feeling that they are the best. I'm just going to try now to be like average. (laughs) That's going to be... Average or to be proud about yourself. Yeah, what I'm doing is enough. I mean, that's the feeling all the time that is never enough like i don't know yeah i, am. I think yeah but i understand like tomorrow you want to have a business a so bit? is that that's it's probably getting relaxed the, yeah. yeah that's probably the word just relax chill just a little relax, bit yeah and of course maybe tomorrow if i want to open a bar or a cafe you know my work will take more space but it's going to be because I, i do it because it's fun and i like it So it's going to be also a hobby. And that's what I discovered in Australia. Work can be your hobby. I'm going to work in a restaurant at the moment. So it's my second job. I have two jobs. But I'm going there because I love them. It's a hobby. I do it because it's a pleasure to be to be surrounded by such uh, talentous, uh, talentous chefs. Talented. Um, yeah. Talented. <laughs> talented <laughs> chef. Thank you. Uh, I, when I was in the train, I was working 80 hours on seven days, like from 6 a.m. to 11 p.m. That was intense. 
But it was not work for me. That was just a pleasure. And every time I, I, I was off, I, was, I couldn't wait to come back to the train. And was I, when I was on holidays, I was thinking about the train, my train work. It was a hobby. So yeah, I, I feel like being relaxed and just have fun. And that's what I, one of the lessons I learned, that life is more important than work. Then I learned that, I, like we were saying, I can do everything. If I want to, I can do everything. And I'm the only limit. That's, that's me. Like, if I want to do something tomorrow, I can change and do another job and I can do this challenge. I'm the only limit. And when I was in Paris and I was waiting for a company to offer me this life that I wanted abroad, I was like, no, I can't do it because they're not offering me. Yes, I can. I can take a flight, take a visa and go to Australia and live abroad. And maybe one of the... One of the lessons as well I, I learned, and that's why I'm doing so many things now, is that life is a souvenir box that we like just fill in. And it shouldn't be just something you wake up, you go to work, you come back, you watch TV and you go to bed and you're tired. I take life as a souvenir box. So every day or every week, I want to have a good moment, a good chat with you. Yeah. Like we are mm -hmm. in the garden now and that's a good souvenir because the sun is shining. I want, Yesterday I went to Salsa, tonight I'm going to go to Bachata. Um, for me, every day I'm doing things to have souvenirs. That's why as well I decided to travel and to meet people and to just talk to them and because it's it's my life is a souvenir box I want to fill in and I just want to I don't want to be a victim of my life I just want to no now you whatever knows you you they know that you are non-stop person <laughs> every day is something new <laughs> one day in Pilates the next day is in salsa classes <coughs> next day in a Latino party <laughs> that's the non-stop whatever I'm talking to you and I think that I told you the other day like every time that I take your stories <laughs> something different I'm always somewhere yeah. Sometimes Somewhere I'm telling you something I'm different. tired. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I understand why I'm tired. non-stop. <laughs> It's amazing. Yeah, because I think I'm a bit catching up on all the, like, some years where I was happy in France, but I was not so happy. Mm -hmm. I was just doing things because you have to study. You have to, I'm, I was trying to be the best, best student, best worker, etc. And I, I was, I didn't, I forgot that you have to live around that. You have to have good moment and remember and talk to the person, to your friend and look at this person in the eyes and just give to people. And so that's, I would say that's the third big lesson. So one is, um, what I was saying again, one is like, life is more important than work. The other one is, uh, I can do everything. And the third one is, my life is a souvenir box that I want to fill in. So yeah, great. Mm. That's inspiring, and and I I will take some advice of that <laughs> because actually at the moment I'm like living like a grandma <laughs> in my house with my cat. With the cat, yeah, but like your cat is beautiful, and you're doing nice activities with your partner on yeah. the weekend as well. Yeah, but mm. this is a chill chill life. I I think that I need to feel it more in in try things, mm. like explore a little bit more. And I feel as well. Uh, I'm getting inspiration everywhere from people like you that I meet also in books, in podcasts, in, in uh, audio books. And I remember one day I had this sentence saying, or oh, this app, meditation app saying, today try something new. And so a few months ago I tried salsa. And I was scared because I never done dance before with partners and I was feeling like I'm not good, etc. And And then I was telling my friend Natalia, I want to try bachata as well, but it's maybe too much because I do pilates, yoga and salsa and I work. And she was like, she told me something in, in Chilean 
I forgot this sentence, but she said that means why not just try? And I tried bachata as well, and now I do bachata, and I love it. And I think the more you try something that sounds scary that you would not do, and the more then you want to do more. Like last year, I tried foodie as well, thanks to my ex housemate, mm -hmm. foodie, which for me, pff, I yeah. never done like a <laughs> sport, so I just done for training. But foodie is like the local Australian football. Soccer, yeah, kind of. They call it yeah. football, but it's exactly. not the football from yeah. France or Spain. But I tried as well, and it's something I never done before. And I had such, I felt so proud. Like, fuck, you're like 29 years old and you're trying footy. You never done rugby or soccer or volley when you were at school, and now you're trying footy. I didn't like it, but then I tried something new. So I think, yeah, you should try something you inside you you would like to do. Try and you will see the feelings, and I'm sure after that you're gonna do a thousand activities. I have to, I have to. <laughs> okay. Thank so, you so much. Thank a good you. Good interviewer. <laughs> It was really nice. Thank you so much, Marisa. Thank you.